We shift our focus now to Syria. Activists there are warning of a new phase in the government's brutal crackdown against the opposition. They say the government's attacks are shifting north. This follows the rebel retreat from Homs, the city pounded by government shelling for most of last month. One focus now is Idlib, a city in northwest Syria, some 20 miles from the country's border with Turkey. Refugees who've crossed into Turkey describe a major offensive in the city, as Matthew Brunwasser reports. In the sleepy Turkish border town, locals pass the time playing a dominoes-like game and drinking strong black tea from tulip-shaped glasses. It's here that a Syrian refugee named Mahmoud chooses to tell his story about the government offensive in Idlib. He arrived on Saturday from Jizr al-Shigur, a town in the Idlib region. He was scouting an escape route for his family. He found the situation was worse than expected. If I could return to Syria to get my family and bring them here, I would. But I would be killed if I went back now because of all the snipers, tanks, and soldiers in the mountains. I'll try, but if I can't, we'll have to depend on God. He says the shooting started on Friday. Before he left, friends had warned him that the Syrian military had recently placed landmines in fields favored by refugees. On his seven-hour journey by foot, he says he saw the freshly turned earth where they had been placed. Like many Syrians nowadays, Mahmoud is well-versed in the esoteric world of military hardware he saw on the way. A huge number of tanks, APCs, about 40 BMB tanks, 50 or 60 vehicles with soldiers, 10 to 15 cannons, and the Shabia militia pickup trucks with machine guns mounted in the back. I saw this convoy with my own eyes as I was leaving. There are reports today of fighting in Idlib between the Free Syrian Army rebel movement and government forces. Mustafa Haid is a Syrian human rights researcher. He says that the military is moving to control the city before international demands are realized for a humanitarian corridor to deliver aid. The talk about these secure lines for the humanitarian aid and the buffer zone start like some countries start talking about that. It sounds that the regime knew. Idlib would be the perfect place to do such thing. And this is why also they want to make sure that they will keep Idlib in control. Haid says he saw the mines in the field during his research. And this kind of mines, it's Russian made. It's called BMN2. And it's a pressure mine. It's only 15 kilograms to explode it. It's not 30 or 40. It's even anti-children. Which means that they didn't put it there because they are afraid from FSA, you know, going back and forth to Turkey. They are placed in known refugee crossings. Haid met a Syrian living along the border who received anti-mining training during his military service. The man personally removed 300 mines near his home, but had no training in how to defuse them. He crossed like 10 kilometers carrying this in his hand to show it to me, just to take photo for that, to make proof that... They are putting landmines. Leaders of the Free Syrian Army believe the new Assad offensive is about projecting power rather than capturing land. Captain Iham al-Kurdi is an FSA commander. He says the government has been sending forces to Idlib for several weeks. Al-Kurdi doesn't expect Assad to destroy the entire city, but just a neighborhood, to set an example. He wants to terrorize Idlib by staging strategic attacks and creating maximum terror among the civilians. He's making a massacre in each city in the north, just like they did in Hama in the massacre of 1982. The rest of the country was so afraid that they didn't even react.
Al-Kurdi says Idlib has opposed the regime since Bashar al-Assad's father, Hafez al-Assad, first took power in the 1970s. Recent government gains have driven almost all of the rebels out of the cities. Al-Kurdi says Idlib will be a hard battle, and a long battle, because the mountainous terrain of northern Syria is favorable to the rebels' guerrilla tactics. For The World, I'm Matthew Brunwasser in Antakya, Turkey. You can see pictures of the refugees along the Syria-Turkey border. There's a slideshow at theworld.org.